Hey, this is Danny Smith, DK Ministries, your Bible teacher. Uh, this is Thursday's discussion, and we are back on our original podcast page. Oh, I don't even know what happened there. No, that's just chasing that rabbit. But we do have another one out there with two or three in the library. If you can find it, listen to those. I appreciate it. Glad that you're here. Hope that you continue to listen. Hope you tell others. Let me tell you a few things before we get started with our discussion for Thursday. <laughs> okay. Listen, uh, you can contact us, dspreacherman at gmail.com. And that's all lowercase, dspreacherman at gmail.com, all lowercase. Or you can look us up on the Facebook DK Ministries and messages there. Uh, we take prayer requests for those that we can print. That is for, you know, uh, asking for other people to pray. Uh, when you send those to us, we print those and put them on our prayer list. And every time we get an updated uh, a name, update our prayer list on the Facebook. And so those are the major things you need to know. Uh, we are today we are having, which we do from time to time. Uh, we did it for, for a number of weeks in a row. And then I messed up uh, somehow with the podcast and I don't even want to talk about that. I just, I know I made a mistake. And to be honest with you, I'm not exactly sure I got back to the other one either. <laughs> so I'm not, uh, don't come to me with your podcast questions. Don't come to me and ask me, Brother Danny, how do you do this? I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. But I'm glad to be back. And today's discussion, it, it's, it has to do with uh, really, usually what we do is you just take point blank questions uh, that people ask and are asking or have asked. And then we try to deal with those. Today's discussion is a little different. Luke chapter 20, verse 1. Uh, the translation I've been reading this week and preparing my sermon for South Macomb Baptist Church, where I've been a pastor uh, for this Sunday. We're going through the Gospel of Luke. And, uh, it, and there's a phrase there that's just caught my attention. Now, granted, it's probably uh, depends on what translation you use. Uh, but it has one of those days in one of those days. And it tells the story of Jesus teaching and dealing with the disciples. And he's on the way to Jerusalem. Go back and look it up. Like I said, depending on the translation you use, it may not have that phrase. But how many times have you heard that phrase? One of those days. And every day I wake up and I hear it from people. Man, it's enough one of those days. It may not be said exactly that way. But it's not one of those days where society is, you know, moving further and further away from God's word. Society is lamblasting uh, the things that Christians have believed and, and uh celebrating the things that uh, go against what Christians believe. And it, and it just seems to be, well, what do you do? How, how do you handle it? Uh, what do you do to uh, just live your life? Well, I think there's a number of things you got to do. First off, you got to decide you're not going to compromise God's word. And, and that's hard in today's society. That's very difficult. And you can find yourself in a position uh, that a lot of people would not like what you do. If you stand bold, stand tall, stand firm and, I, I, I think you'll do all those things. Now, at the same time, I don't know that we're all all called to stand on the street corner and holler at people and, you know, holler at them they need to turn the bird. I, I, don't, I don't know that, that we're all called to uh, uh, walk up to everybody who is doing something wrong and grab them around the neck and say, you better straighten up or you're going to hell. I don't, I, I don't think that's our, everyone's calling. I'm not saying some aren't called to do that. I, I'm not saying, saying that you aren't called to do that, but I don't think everyone's called to do that. I think everybody has to live life, and they have to decide what to do. But, but the first thing you and I must decide is that we won't compromise God's word or God's teaching, however you want to say it, however you want to put it. But number two, we must realize that while there is sin that is approved by the world, it's still not approved by God. God had changed his mind. God had changed his word. God had changed his direction. Uh, there are things that the world now 
uh, is approving of, encouraging, uh, trying to get away with, of making, I don't know if you'd say law, normal, natural, whatever, whatever it is, but God hadn't changed his word. So we, uh, we need to realize that the world's going to, the world approves of sin, but then again, uh, Satan is the prince of darkness and he is the prince of power of this world. And so it kind of makes sense that that happens. It seems to be happening with more regularity. And we need to be aware of that. Number three, God wants us to live as lights in a darkened world. He does. Now, I have to be honest with you. I mentioned earlier, it's not everyone's called to stand in the street corner and scream and holler at people, turn or burn. Well, at the same token, what I'm trying to say is this. If we do turn, you know, everybody against us, if we wound up, wind up hollering and screaming at everybody, and I know there are going to be people who disagree. Oh, you got, you're not strong enough. You're not firm enough in your belief or whatever. Um, I don't think it has to do with that at all. I, I think it's finding a way uh, to, you know, shine your light. Look, your light doesn't do any good if people put a cover on it because they call you and determine that you're all kinds of names that you're not. Uh, and, and and you have to find a way. Uh, I don't like the word balance because you always come down on the truth of God's word, not the accepting of sin as normal, natural, and, and you know, and desired. But you have to find a way to hopefully plant some seeds and, and maybe once in a while, you know, gain an audience with people and, and win the right to be heard. That's an old saying I heard years ago, uh, working with young people uh, as we were training young people and uh, training workers. Really, we reminded our workers with young people years ago, you have to win the right to be heard. If you want young people to hear you, then you have to win the right. And we think we have the automatic right. And in today's society, I have to be honest with you, because of what's happening, because it influenced the world. Even parents don't even have the automatic right anymore to be heard by their young people. Oh, I know you don't like that. I don't really like it either. But I'll be honest with you. Both as a parent, a pastor, a minister, as an observer of society, uh, as a as a person who uh, visits in a lot of homes and families, <coughs> I can tell you, parent, uh, parents do not have the right to be heard, no matter their age. Uh, they have to earn that in today's world. Now, we can argue about how it's supposed to be, about honoring your mother and father. And that's still the commandment, not the suggestion. But I'm just telling today's world the way it is. We're talking about, uh, well, we're talking about the saved and unsaved, uh, the redeemed and unredeemed, uh, because the world has, has done such a marvelous job of imprinting on the hearts and minds of people. Uh, a lot of people almost grew up thinking, even Christian people, that their parents are their enemies, and they're usually not. And you say, usually, well, yeah, listen, let's be honest. There are some bad parents in the world, okay? <laughs> there, there are some parents that, well, they don't deserve the right to be heard. And just, just, okay, I know, get mad at me. I know, don't, you know, don't listen to me. Okay, that's fine. I, I, you know, it's not like I got a 1,000 sponsors. It's not like I got 20,000 listeners. Uh, and so I don't really need to compromise what I'm trying to say. Uh, parents, we need to do better. Now, we should train our child in the way they should go, but, just because we do that doesn't mean they're going to hear it, like it, believe it, follow it, okay? But anyway, back to our real question discussion. What to do when the world disagrees with us or, or tries to silence us? And, and uh, we've, you know, we've been pride along, and I've lost numbers now. Got off a little off track there, so I'm not going to give you any more numbers, I hope, uh, because you'll call you. A lot of times we do these things, people say, hey, you messed up your numbers. But did you hear what I said? <laughs> did you take in the track? Did you, did you, and, and no, they didn't because they, uh, what I studied personalities a long time ago, and they're type A personality, and you got to have that number right. Well, sometimes I'm not, I, I can't get it right. And I like things in order, uh, but sometimes I get them messed up. So no more numbers to you. <laughs> okay, here we go. Another thing that we need to consider, seeing no number, just another thing. 
in our world, in our society today, another thing we need to consider is the fact that we need desperately to make sure that people aren't turning us off, that people aren't, you know, turning a deaf ear to us. And, and the way we do that is by not you know, making a whole world mad. You say, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, you're going to compromise. No, no, no. I don't think God's called us to throw stones at everybody. I don't think that's what he's called us to do. But if he has, and I've missed that verse, then uh, send that reference to me. And, hey, you know, and I'll come back and apologize on this podcast. Uh, last I read, uh, the Bible, you know, judgment's up to him. Uh, he's got things that he's told us that we need to share and we need to uh, we need to focus on. But we don't we don't get other people listening to those things by making them mad, by throwing it in their face and everything else. We we need to have reasonable discussions and, and answering questions like this. Why do you believe what you believe? And, and how do you feel about me even though I don't believe that? Well, if we can't answer, we love you in the Lord because he's commanded us to love people. We love God, love people. If we can't answer that somehow like that, then we have missed the boat ourselves. So anyway, another thing to consider, the world has always disagreed with the Bible. The world's always disagreed with God's word. And I say always, I go back to the uh, the Garden of Genesis, uh, the Garden of Genesis, the Garden of Eden. And yes, I do believe there was a real Adam and Eve and, and, and no, it wasn't Adam and Steve and all that kind of stuff to hear. I, I, it was Adam and Eve. However, if you go back to the garden where things were, you know, quote unquote, pristine, as people say, it didn't take long. We don't know how long, uh, whether it was 30 minutes as we read it. I don't think it was or whether it was, you know, centuries, decades. Uh, I don't know that it was that either. Go back and read it. It's, it happens real quick in the, in the telling of it. Well, Adam and Eve, the first two, decided not to listen to God. Now, I know today's world is not popular or desirous to, to preach about Adam and Eve, probably because first, a lot of people have, have run away from the, uh, the teaching uh, of creation, and that's a mistake. And number two, uh, a lot of people don't like to say, oh, you're talking about a man and a woman, and uh, well, then you can follow that. But the truth is that the Bible teaches of a garden, it teaches of a man and a woman in the first two, and well, the story is, and the truth is, and the reality is that it didn't take long even though they were created by God, and even though apparently took walks and talks with God, it didn't take long for them to stop listening to God. You say, well, what's that got to do with today? Well, then why are you surprised? Why are you bum-fuzzled when the world's not listening to God? Listen, we have a president of the United States now. I don't know this isn't political. We have a president of the United States who is of a certain denomination, and uh, he wants to totally change that denomination's right uh, to decree who can who can participate in communion. Now, that's not a word we often use in Baptist circles. Uh, we have learned what it what it means, but we don't often use it. Uh, I would tell you a story on my time today, because we're already, you know, almost 11 minutes into this podcast that I want to get through, but uh, Catholics, the president is a Catholic, they've always had a belief, a certain belief about life and living and abortion, and, and, uh, and now there's this huge discussion, and I've mentioned this before, about whether or not they should or could or will deny uh, communion to the president. Well, the president believes in abortion and has done a lot to expand it and to, you know, explode the proliferation of, uh, of abortion, not only here in this country, but other countries, and, and apparently has plans to do that even more. And so some bishops, and I don't understand everything about the Catholic Church, so don't write me and say, well, you missed a step here, you missed that there. Let's just go with generally what I'm talking about, okay? And, and so there's this discussion to some bishops about denying uh, communion. And then uh, the president supposedly said 
in a speech that it was kind of hard to tell what he was saying to be honest with you. The puzzle said that won't happen, as if he's going to force bishops who don't want to offer him communion. Communion. Now I don't know if that's what he meant, so don't 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 all get an uproar about that. But the truth is, it is a reminder. And that's all the reason I point this out. That the world never has really agreed, and the world doesn't agree uh, with us in our faith and our values and things. And they think they have the right to change that, which brings us to the, the next point. Regardless of what the world says, they didn't have the right to change your views or beliefs. Uh, and regardless of what argument the world uses, you know, one day uh, when it came to the vaccine and different things, uh, all these officials, we won't name them today, you know, oh, you, you can't argue with the science. Well, then in the next thing that the world's pushing, it argues with the science and, and denies the science and ignores the science and says science is wrong. And they don't use those words, but it's the reality is the same thing. And so you and I have to make a choice. We have to make a determination. Where does that leave us? And I know that we, we're a long way into this. You so you haven't answered anything. Well, I gave you those first few points, and they're all uh, they're all true. But I guess in the last point or two, I'll just try to simplify and say, well, remember this. Jesus told us, asked us, invited us to follow him. That's what he did. He didn't say... Uh, the world would do so. He didn't say it would be easy. He didn't say everyone would agree with us, congratulate us, be excited. Uh, but he did say, follow him. This past Sunday, we were blessed at South Pecone Baptist Church. And uh, just talk about where I am because that's where I've been. And uh, we were uh, just absolutely blessed to see two beautiful children baptized, a, a young man and a young lady. And completely, uh, just, you know, just completely thrilled about what they were doing. The people were thrilled about it. Their families were thrilled about it. And I tell you, so pastor is pretty thrilled himself. Well, that reminded me what I'm trying to remind you. In a world that doesn't listen, doesn't agree, in a world that wants to argue, in, in a world that will call you names, there are people who will listen. No, I'm not telling you we need to shake the dust off mentality uh, that I've heard a lot of people say. We need to keep living the life. We need to keep alive the light. We need to keep following the word. We need to keep honoring the Lord. We need to keep our minds on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And we need to bear in mind that the world is never, says the Garden of Eden, the world has never fully and totally accepted the fact that God has authority in their life. And we need to realize much of what the world's approving right now, much of the, the things that the world is saying, hey, I can do this, I can do that. Uh, uh, whether, whatever the Bible says, I, I, I don't have to have any authority in my life. But the world's always had that belief, and the world's always you know, denied God, but that doesn't change the reality of God. What's interesting, this week there was a, a poll that came out. Now, I don't know who they ask. I don't know where they go to do these things. Don't know, you know, it's like some of these politician polls you know uh you know that when the poll comes out no way that that would be true across the nation so they played with the you know they took it in the right place these people would do things with their polls that's all i'm trying to say but the poll came out uh valid or not but it is a reminder of what we face that the majority of people in america don't believe in god anymore now is that true i don't know it, it wouldn't be true where i live are the are the circles i run in that's all i can say would be true. Uh, it, it seems like it might be true if you listen to Hollywood, uh, if you listen to celebrities or radio personalities or media members. It might be true if you listen to them. 
But if you take the whole world and you take a sample, I, I don't know what the truth would be, but here's what I know. The world's belief has never changed who God is. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus came then when he came to seek and to save the lost. And he still does the same today. And today, as then, not all the world will accept, not all the world will believe, and not all the world will walk with. But of those who will, behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we might be called the children of God. First John 3, 1, depending on your translation. So here's what I'll tell you. The world will never agree. And, but we don't have to live our life arguing with the world. We just need to live our life walking with Jesus. And yes, there will be times where our beliefs will conflict with the world, but they'll understand it better when we just keep living our life and not throwing stones at them, even if they throw those verbal stones at us. Well, this has been DK Ministries. Uh, I'm glad that you're here. This is Thursday discussions. And no, no, you know, there's no detections here, brother. They need to solve a thing. I know it didn't. Uh, the arguments are going on now in society, even though they seem very prevalent. Uh, they've been going on since the beginning of time, and they will go on long past this time. However, what we need to do more than anything is just simply continue to live for the Lord. If we'll do that, if we'll, if we'll honor Jesus, walk with Jesus, I'm going to tell you, we'll not only bring glory to God, we just might reach a few along the way. And if you reach a few, and I reach a few, and others reach a few, who knows what kind of impact we'll make in the world. Yes, we need to think about the products we buy, the people we vote for. We need to more. We need to know more about the things we support, the programming we watch. All those things are true. We don't have to support these things by buying them and going, you know, by buying their products, or watching their movies, or listening to their songs. We don't have to do that. He said, "But brother Danny, I like that. I like this. What? Maybe it's a problem. Maybe sometimes we say we want to take a stance for God, but sometimes we like the world too much to really make a difference." This has been. DK Ministries podcast. This has been an attempt to remind you that we need to live as a light and not live as a darkness. And that while the world will always disagree, disapprove, and try to wipe away the fact of Jesus on the earth, face of the earth, as long as we live as a light, as long as we share the light, they will never be successful. And all we have to do is just remember we've been called to follow him, not to argue with the world. Okay, God bless you. Good morning. Glad that you were here. I hope that you enjoyed Thursday's discussion. I hope it was helpful, beneficial, thought-provoking. That's really our goal. We haven't we haven't really stated it as much lately. Uh, that is on me, not on you. Uh, we're looking to give you something, not sell you something. And what we want to do this morning and every time we come together is give you a thought for the day. And the thought for this day is pretty simple. What do we do in a world that disagrees with us? We just keep agreeing with God and do what he wants us to do. That's simple. Uh, if I didn't answer for you, I'm sorry. I, I listen. If you say, I got a better answer, well, <laughs> email it to me at dspreacherman at gmail.com, all our case. And you know what? I'll share it if it really is better. I have a feeling, though, that no, it's not really going to be better. Because if it comes down in anger and it comes down in judgmental attitude and everything, that is not better because you are not, you are not going well, you're just not going to influence the world by hitting back with the verbal stones that they throw at you. Just not going to happen in today's world. They're going to overwhelm you. But I will remind you of what my my baby, my wife, once told somebody who just seemed to just seemed to be bad at the world, 
she tells them, you know, sometimes honey draws better than vinegar. And they argued about that with her. <laughs> well, she's right. Jesus Christ was as sweet as you can be. And there were people who gathered to him. And yet, even so, in Luke 20, verse 1, you can see <laughs> he had one of those days. Maybe you're having one of those today. If so, I will remember, we're praying for you. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. And hey, tell people about these podcasts. Tell them, hey, this guy didn't come across a theologian, and that's a reason for that. I'm not one. But I am someone who's preached God's word now for over, well, over 40 years, who has, uh, who has, well, looked around and continued to try to learn uh, from life and living and believers and unbelievers trying to see what we can find and what we can do. And here's what I know. Regardless what you do, Jesus still loves you. God bless you. We'll see you later.